This is Did You Know, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure, Will Hankey and Andrew McCauley. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 34 of Did You Know? My name is Andrew McCauley and I'm excited to be bringing this podcast to you with my fellow co-host, Will Hankey. Will, g'day. What's going on? Hey, it's all happening. We have lots of news to dig into this week. Things are going on. Of course, there's some changes on most or well, most of the, I'd say most of the platforms as per usual, some updates and some little things that we should know. Um, but we're going to dig into that in just a moment. Will, what's been happening with you? Oh, not too much. Uh, uh, God, I had a big week. I, I said last week that I was getting that uh, Future 50 award, and I picked that up this week. That was really nice. Yay, congratulations. You better, yeah, put, thank a, you. better put a photo on uh, the show notes of that one. Oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> awesome. What was that? Was it a big event? Was there lots of people there, paparazzi everywhere? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's probably um, 200 people there, I'd say, you uh-huh. know, to, and it was just a luncheon, you know, like a 11 to 1 deal. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, and I got a little plaque that says Future 50 and all that good stuff. So awesome. that's pretty cool. Yay. Congratulations on that one. Yeah, thanks. Um, so we're going to dig in with, a, with our tool of the week, our tools or resources of the week. What um, what have you been playing around with? What's, what's caught your attention lately? Uh, you know what? I keep running into... Uh, problems where I need to take screenshots of various things. And uh, and what I used to do is just do like a, a alt print screen, dump it into Photoshop, cut it, you know, save it, all that kind of stuff, which is a bit of a chore. Hmm. And uh, there, I've come, I've seen this new, uh, I've started playing with a new extension called Awesome Screenshot. Uh, it's a Chrome extension, which we seem to talk a lot about Chrome extensions on this show. Uh, but uh, it's really nice. You just click it. You can either take a screenshot of what you're looking at, or uh, it will actually take a screenshot of the entire page. So even what you can't see, unless you scroll, it'll actually take a full screenshot of the entire page, which is a pretty cool little tool. Wow, that's good. I've I've been looking for something like that because I've got I use a tool called Jing, um, but Jing lets yeah. you sort of take a photo of what you see on the screen. Uh, if you want to take it any further below, you've got to take a new screenshot. So um, that's cool. I like that idea. Yeah, it's not that much fun trying to snitch, stitch these together. No. So, uh, and it, you know what? It also has a delay. So, if you're trying to take a picture of like a drop down or something, you can actually choose that I want to take you know, a screenshot in four seconds, and it'll actually count down. So you click the button, and then you have four seconds to get over and do your drop down or whatever you want to show. Uh, which is really nice, you know, uh, then you can, the other cool thing is after it takes the picture, you can draw on it. So you can put a red box around something, you can put an arrow uh-huh. pointing to something, and then you just save it uh, to Google Drive, or you can save it to your computer as a PNG file, and you'll know, send it off to whoever. But Awesome. Uh, so that's called Awesome Screenshot. It is, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely link to it in the show notes. I don't know if I've got much room left on my uh, on my Chrome extension toolbar, but <laughs> I sound like I want to use that one because that's got some great features on it. Yay! Yes, yes, very cool. So, what is what is your uh, tool of choice? For oh, me? you know, my my one this week is a tool called Pablo. Um, it's a it's an extension. It's part of the Buffer family. And essentially what it does is it lets you create some awesome pictures. So if you're into creating pictures or imagery for your your Instagram account, Pinterest account, whatever it is, or um, 
In fact, in fact, whatever you can uh, click on this little extension, it'll open up um, a library of. Um, in fact, it's got over six hundred thousand images. They draw from all sorts of free stock library photos, uh, stock libraries, photo libraries. Um, there's all sorts of images there. You can do a search for the type of image you're looking for, and then it also lets you put you know, your quote or your piece of information over the top of the image. You can sort of fade it out. You can fade it in. Uh, you can change the contrast. You can add your own logo to the bottom of these things as well. And then the other cool thing is that you can size it so that it's right for either Pinterest. It's got three sizes. It's got a Pinterest size. It's got a um, Instagram size, or it's got the Facebook and Twitter size, which, which they use as the same sort of size. Um, nice. And then you share it and download it. And, uh, you're done. You've got a bunch of images. I was creating, you know, a month long worth of images for Instagram and it wasn't taking me very long at all. So, uh, and, and of course you've got to change a choice of fonts. All the fonts can change everything like that. So Pablo is a really cool tool. Um, yeah. And, and the other thing is if you're using buffer for your social media stuff, um, you can create your own image to go with a specific, um, link that you're sharing. Right. So that's really what you do with Pablo is you you write a blog post or you're going to share something with social media and then you create a picture that goes along with it that has a quote or something yep, from it. Exactly. And it just draws more attention to it before you share it. So it just makes it a bit more of multimedia friendly and, you know, having got yeah. a bunch of text and you've got some interesting things that's going to grab people's attention. I love it. And I've heard a lot of people using that. Uh, it, it's similar to Canva, I guess, but from what I understand, it's a lot easier, especially when you're putting the, yeah. the quotes and the fonts and stuff. Canva like. is awesome. I love Canva. It's got so many cool things, um, but there is a lot to, to do with Canva. So if I'm creating a you know a flyer or some Facebook ads and stuff, I'll use Canva. This one here, it's just a quick bang. You're done real quick. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not cheap and nasty. It's, it's still very good quality. Uh, it just lets you do it without all the other bells and whistles that Canva's got. So I use both of them for different things, um, but Pablo yeah. is definitely a great extension. Yeah, very cool. I, I've, uh, I, I haven't used it myself, but I've seen some other uh, social media people using it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's the, that is what uh, my tool of the week is. Very good. Thank you. Awesome. So let's dig into some, some news that's been going on. I think we've got a list of things that we want to chat about today. So um, let's dig into the first one. What, what are we digging into first? What's yeah, the, I think we're going to have to talk. We're going to talk really fast today to get in our 30 minutes, I think. <laughs> yeah, so what's uh, that big story of the week? Well, there was an article in uh, Adweek that said 80% um, of customers are using digital devices to contact customer service. So I, I thought that was very interesting. I went and checked it out. And uh, they only surveyed 1,000 people. And it doesn't say where they surveyed. You know, was, it, was this in Silicon Valley or was this in the, you know, um, in the Midwest, yeah, but right. of those people, uh, it said 80% use social media, email, or chat to contact companies. So I think by lumping email in there, that's probably a big portion of it. Mm. Uh, but chat is pretty interesting. I, I, I do use chat from time to time to contact companies, but typically it's just for a quick sales question or something. Yeah, I, I use chat. Um, depends on what the company is. Like some companies I've, <clears throat> I've used for a long time and I know their chat's good, so it, it's reliable. Other right. other chat features are like, yeah, we'll get back to you in 20 minutes or three days. It's like, oh, you know what? I just want someone. To, I want my answer f answered now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but social media, um, I've used social media to actually contact people because I know 
that from history says that their chat room and their phone, their phones are just horrendous. So I've used right. social media, and sometimes I've used social media more to just bring to a, bring to a public point my dissatisfaction with with their <laughs> business. In fact, I did that with a with a uh, bank a couple of months ago, a big bank in Australia. Um, I'm over here in the US, and a big bank in Australia. I couldn't get through. They uh, they had their site down for a day, which everyone knew about because they were upgrading. It was a Sunday. And then they launched it and uh, it kept crashing and they never tested it on Chrome and some other things. Um, and, oh, it wow. kept, and it kept crashing. So I put a nasty tweet out. Uh, it wasn't real nasty. Just just a, you know, are you, did you guys even test this before you made it live sort of thing? <laughs> um, and my tweet got picked up. It was a headline in a, in a UK newspaper. Oh, so, no. Uh, <laughs> so I suddenly got famous for uh, not being too happy on social media. So, um, yeah, it's interesting to see that many people... Yeah, I think it's growing. I think that number's only going to grow too, by the way. Yeah, I think so. Uh, some of the numbers they said, 38% of consumers reported Facebook as the best customer service destination. Interesting. I can agree with that, but uh, I don't know about immediate response on, on Facebook. Um, yeah. 30% preferred Google+, Plus, mm -hmm. which in, entails all of the Google properties, I'm assuming. 9% uh, preferred LinkedIn, and 8% rated Twitter as the best. Really interesting. I, I manage uh, a number of accounts for different clients and um, I'm starting to see an increase in communication from customers on certain clients' Facebook page, Facebook yeah. pages. So yeah, interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised with those numbers. Are they? Are, are you seeing them to be sales questions or no, customer no, service? Customer service. Oh, good. Customer service, yeah. So usually customer service, you know. Um, I, I look after a gym and they're like, Hey, my, my thing wasn't working or this thing wasn't working or how do I get this done? Or how do I cancel my, how do I cancel my uh, booking for next week sort of thing? So there are the general customer service questions, which I know there's someone on the front desk every day, so they could have called, but they're choosing to use social. Yeah. I've also, uh, I've used like Twitter. I know you mentioned that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sometimes that's the fastest way to get a hold of a company, specifically if they're a, like a, you know, software as a service type company where they're right. online, they're in the cloud. Right. They're usually really responsive on Twitter. For well, there's, some, there's some companies like Best Buy have their own Twitter account just for customer service. Yeah. Like that's all it is. So you want to speak to customer service, you contact that Twitter account and that's all they're doing is customer service all day long. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Cool. But very interesting that uh, more people are using uh, digital as as an outreach. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's dig into some some platform changes. What's some of the news that's been happening this week? Um, Instagram, which is your favorite, uh, they've added events video an events video channel to the Explore tab. What do you know about that? I don't know a lot about that. Um, I really haven't dug into it this week at all. Um, but uh, I know that the the whole um, there's a lot, still a lot of people still questioning whether this new stories thing that they've created uh, is is you know is going to work because I'm watching some stories and stuff lately and it's just been average. Um, oh but really? I, but I don't know about the event stuff too much. I really can't say too much about it except that yeah. it only happened yesterday. I think didn't it? Yeah, it did. You know, some of the it's kind of interesting when uh, social media outlets start talking about events because a lot of venues are starting to, you know, ban the, the cameras and the Facebook Live mm. and some of that kind of stuff. So it's interesting that Instagram has come out and, and specifically said they're going to build a channel around events. So 
uh, you know, kind of see we'll, we'll have to watch that and see how it works out with different concerts and things of that sort. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 very I'm very helpful. I'm very grateful for live live feed because um, over on the west coast we don't get to see the Olympics until three hours later, which means it's all over and those athletes are in bed by the time we get to see it. Um, <laughs> so I've been able to watch Usain Bolt on Periscope, someone's Periscope, filming their TV in a in a hotel oh, wow. in London. So I'm very I'm very grateful for some of these uh, non band uh, non band accounts that <laughs> are able to show me some of this stuff. That's yeah, pretty wild. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's so talk- yeah, let's let's talk about. Uh, okay, so you're gonna say let's talk about uh, Facebook. Yeah, let's talk about Facebook. Uh, one thing that I noticed over the last week or so, and I know that there's been some other mentions of it, is that the 20% text rule seems to have disappeared. Uh, and this is this is around uh, ads that you can put on Facebook. Typically, uh, you couldn't use more than 20% of the picture to be text and now you can use as much as you want right yeah sounds too good to be true doesn't it <laughs> it certainly does i and wonder it, if it is and it usually is so here's here's the uh, lowdown on what what we know about that is that uh this 20 percent rule has definitely been re, uh relaxed so you're not having to fight facebook to calculate 20 percent on your images anymore but what is happening is they're starting to charge you more. So if you're running an ad and you've got an image without text on it, then it's one price. If it's going to have some text on it, it doesn't matter how much, it doesn't matter if it's 20% or not, it's going to be a lot more than what you were paying without images, uh, without, without text. So here's the key. If you're going to run some Facebook ads, try and do them. See if you can get your image to tell the story without having to do that um, through some text overlay on your uh, images. Yeah, and that counts for logos and everything, right? If, yes. if your logo has text in it, then yes. that is a text-related uh, ad. Correct. Yep. So um, it's uh, it's all a sort of they really didn't make a big announcement about it, but what we've been seeing is that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, and I've got a couple uh, emails over the last week saying, um, "Hey, your ad has some text in it. It could be working better without it." But there's no mention about the increase in price. So uh, I, they're still running the ads, though. They'll still run them, but uh, your price, your cost per click, uh, or CPM may increase significantly. Oh, that's terrific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, you know, one other piece of news around the Facebook ads is that they said now that you can use up to 10 images in your uh, carousel ads. Yeah. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, that's um, that's been uh, someone picked that up just recently. I think it was you're only allowed to use between three and five images yeah. or videos, but um, they're starting to see now um, that they've doubled that that amount of images and videos that can be included in, in the carousel ads. So um, if you're into carousel ads, that could be a good thing for you. Um, just means you can put more information out there. Yeah, have you had very good luck with the carousel ads? No, I haven't done a lot with those. Um, how about you? Have you you've used them? I for have. A while? Uh, I use them uh, specifically to cold traffic. Right. And uh, I do. I use um, blog posts. Mm-hmm. So I'll put four or five different blog posts to four or five different areas of one. You know, different uh, verticals inside one business. And they get pretty good click-throughs, so I'm actually kind of happy with it. I don't know that I'll go more than four or five. Mm. I don't know that people are really going to scroll through ten of them to decide if they're going to click on something. Right. Uh, are you, so you're using each each carousel image is linked to a different blog post on your website? 
That's correct. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's it seems to get pretty good click through rates. Uh, but once again, I don't think ten. You know, usually when you when you build some ads on Facebook, you put five or six pictures up there, and then you start tweaking them as they as people are ignoring them. Yes. You start to turn them off, and then you you usually end up with one or two pictures that are working very well. So. Uh, maybe you start with 10 and move your way down on the carousel ads, but I don't think I will. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's, uh, that's one piece of news for Facebook. What else is going on in Facebook world? Um, they're testing some news feed, uh, changes in, uh, your home of Australia. Yeah. Apparently I don't know much about <laughs> that, but, uh, yeah. what, what do you know about it? Well, they're sorting the news feed specifically by topic now. So uh, I think they're just they're just kind of moving around the way that the news feeds uh, work and see what people are engaging with and what they aren't. Yeah, because just recently they changed their algorithm to really reflect local uh, friends news yeah. feeds more than anything else, rather than Facebook pages. Um, so now they're having a play with a uh, the sort by topic feature, which is hmm, interesting. Yeah, which also, you know, we talked about a week or two ago about how they are trying to learn more and more about each person individually. So I can see where they can start to watch what pieces of news you're interested in and how that will reflect back on your regular feed. Mm. Yeah, the uh, almighty big brother. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, they're also, uh, they came out with uh, some some news for developers that are creating Facebook related things uh, and they said that they would have no SMS charges until August of 2018. So if anybody is creating uh, things inside what they call the account kit uh, for Facebook, then, uh, you know, if your app has some sort of notification in it where it notifies the person via SMS, you know, a text message or something, yep, uh, they are not going to count how many of those you're sending out. Apparently, I think there might be a limit of 100,000 per month. Or something like that, which uh, probably would limit some of my teenagers. Mm -hmm. yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, keep away from those teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, they're developing some new PC gaming platforms. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so they've they've teamed up with um, I think it's uh, Unity. <clears throat> I think the name's Unity Technologies, yeah. and um, basically they're integrating support. With, with the current gaming platform that Facebook has, um, which I really couldn't tell you much about, to be honest with you. Um, but um, they've got a new one that they're developing with these guys as well, and they're putting some new functionality that's going to enable developers to really quickly export and publish all sorts of games to Facebook. Oh, interesting. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these, you know, apps that we see, you know, the Clash of the Clans and all that sort of stuff, starts becoming part of the Facebook uh, community as well. Right, you right. Know, so these big apps, these game apps that are make, raking in millions of dollars, Pokemon Go even, who knows, you may be able to even play with that on Facebook. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's only it's a smart move for, for any of those kind of companies to get into that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Facebook, I mean, it's a great marriage. Yeah, it is really good. Definitely. So yeah, there's, that's what's happening with those guys. They're doing some... More gaming stuff, so watch out for those if you're a gamer. That's right. All right, what else we got? We got. Uh, are we done with Facebook? Is that it for Facebook? That's it. Yeah, we're we're gonna move on over to Facebook's brother, Twitter. 
to <laughs> brother. So, um, <laughs> so tell us about some suspensions of some bad, bad accounts. Yeah, Twitter's on gone through and uh, suspended uh, over 360,000 accounts that they deemed as promoting terrorism over the last year. So, um, you know, just kind of a that they've done this over time. They didn't just do it, you know, like all 360,000 at once. Consequently, uh, the uh, the average daily use of Twitter now has gone down to almost zero. <laughs> that's right. The only one uses it is for the terrorists yeah, now. And me. Me and the terrorists. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's kind of good news. I, I think that came out because, uh, you know, last week we talked about save the Save Twitter hashtag where they were not being um, responsive to uh, some abusive-related tweets. Right. So. Right. At least it shows that they're they are taking um, some sort of action to uh, to only uh, promote positive things, I guess. Yes, yes. Um, and then I think uh, the other thing I want to talk about is some of the filters that were happening that um, that uh, Twitter have been adding as well. They've got some new notifications options and some quality filters, which is pretty cool because. Twitter users can actually now start to limit their notifications. So if you're getting notifications on your on your devices, um, you will only receive notifications related to the people that you follow. Um, right. You know, so it's good. And the other thing that they can do is actually manage their notification settings directly from the notifications tab in the app. So previously you couldn't do that. Um, and then they're also rolling out a quality filter, which basically allows users to filter low lower quality content from the notifications right. and other parts of their Twitter experience. So um, that's going to be good because there's lots of noise on Twitter, as we know. And uh, if you can filter out as much of the crap as you can, then it's going to be a lot better for you as an experience. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. It's going to end up being a little bit better experience mm -hmm. uh, versus some of these just useless tweets that go out now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, the other thing that I want to add to Twitter, what they've also done is debuted promoted stickers, starting with Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah. So what they're doing is, um, they're, um, they've got teamed up with Pepsi. Pepsi have created a bunch of stickers. I'm not sure how many, it might be about 30 or 40 different stickers, maybe 50 actually. And wow. they're all custom emoji style stickers so that um, people can add these Pepsi-related stickers on their images on their on their Twitter accounts. So you take a great photo, and then you basically add your sticker onto the photo. Now, I don't know who's going to want to slap some corporate <laughs> stickers over your photo. You've got this great photo of you at the beach, and suddenly you want to stick Pepsi all over it. But, hey, they're doing it. And we'll see what happens with that. I wouldn't be surprised if you could start advertising or marketing or targeting people that have those specific emoji stickers for different companies. Yeah, very interesting. So if I was Coke, could I could I retarget the people that are using those stickers and, and you know send them a coupon yeah, or something? Yeah, I'm not saying you can now, but I wouldn't be surprised if you can in the future. But you right. know, I'm gonna say something that um they talk about these stickers that are hugely popular on Twitter and to be honest with you, I'm on Twitter every day. I don't see many stickers at all. No. So I don't know if it's just the people I'm hanging out with or what, but I'm really <laughs> not seeing this hugely popular sticker thing yeah. that they're talking about. So um, I hope Pepsi haven't spent a lot of money on this. Well, they probably have. 
anyway. They probably have. You're right. Yeah. I, uh, I I mentioned the award thing I was at earlier this week. I actually took a picture uh, and and I accidentally scrolled across and realized that I could add these stickers. I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know, so I'm going back to find just the picture I took. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, maybe it's an age thing. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think that's about it for Twitter, right? I think we're yeah. done with Twitter. And then we've got Pinterest and Pinterest news going on. Um, Pinterest now lets you turn off your picked for you recommendations. What do you know about that? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. So that's something that I get quite often is, you know, these new these new boards that they pick specifically for me. Mm. And I, I probably get those every day. Uh, and I, I typically ignore them every day, but they do come every day. So now I can actually just go turn that off so that I'm not uh, notified constantly about a new board. Yeah, yeah, good, because they're annoying. Yeah. Annoying. Um, the, other, the, other, the other news of Pinterest is that they've just also had promoted videos come to their platform. So I think uh, during the week, maybe Wednesday, they had uh, video ads coming to Pinterest. Who's, yeah, that's kind of interesting because Pinterest is pretty much a, an image platform. So, yeah, so um, basically promoted video ads are video ads that uh, have the Pinterest touch. They say um, <laughs> they also contain featured pins and are aimed at encouraging users to take action after watching the videos. So, there's another platform that's introducing video and video ads. Um, big, big time. So as we're saying, all these platforms are all going towards imagery and videos everywhere. Yep. I think, um, for, for businesses that are very, um, visual, you know, that, that people purchase because of looking at their gallery, things of that sort, mm -hmm. uh, they definitely need to check out Pinterest and even the promoted videos. Definitely. Yep. <clears throat> so that is a Pinterest. And then we've got some other miscellaneous things happening. Microsoft has just come out with some additions to their Word, Excel, and PowerPoint iOS apps. They've got the, uh, they're adding the ability to do some drawings and some uh, uh, tools like that to those particular um, apps. So you can now, um, you know, create images, draw on, uh, in the menu on all the three apps. So all three of them got the ability to go and uh, grab a little pen highlighter, eraser, you can select all sorts of multiple drawing colors as well as all oh. sorts of line thickness and that sort of stuff too. So um, the other cool thing that they've done is if you're drawing a shape and you're not a very good drawer, like me, you draw a triangle or you think it's a triangle, no one else does, um, <laughs> you can have this little option that says convert to shapes, which basically turns a drawn shape such as a triangle into a rigid shape. So it looks like a, a good drawing rather than a crappy drawing. Oh, nice. Yeah, so there's a couple of new features there. So if you've got Microsoft uh, Excel, Word, or PowerPoint on your iOS, then now is the time to update it and get these little features. Yeah, do you use um, PowerPoint or any of those on iOS device? No, I don't. One of the I, When I go speaking a lot, I've got another guy that I do some speaking with. He uses he uses Keynote, um, but on the cloud. Yeah. He uses Keynote right. on the cloud. So he's... he's um, all his presentations are done on his on his uh, iOS device, um, okay. and I, I'd prefer much rather using my laptop because I just have more control. I feel. Right, right. I I'm with you. I I, I do PowerPoint quite often, but I I've never had really good luck with the iOS version of it, like on my iPad or something. Right. Especially when you're creating something, you mm -hmm. know, that people are going to watch you present from. Yes. Uh, 
it's just a little clunky. So maybe these updates will help make that a little bit better. Yeah, be interesting to know. Let me know how you go and uh, give us an update in the next week or so. Okay. Good, good. Um, we've got Lyft. Lyft allowing yeah. you to set the exact pickup and drop-off locations. Yeah, so um, we don't have Lyft here in St. Louis as far as I know. I, I've never heard anybody talk about it here. I, uh, but I don't it, have it here either. Okay, but one of the neat things that they've come out with is the new version of their app uh, that has come out lets you actually pick uh, specific doors at venues that you want to be dropped off at. Oh, right. Or, okay. Okay. Or, you know, a specific airline or terminal. If you're at an airport that has several terminals, uh, you can just, you know, and so the driver knows ahead of time exactly oh. where to drop you off, where to pick you up. So those are actually kind of uh, cool little updates there. I thought it was just, yeah, I'm in Palm Springs, come and pick me up. And that's, <laughs> that's how Lyft was working. Okay. So specifically... I'm specifically this address and this door. Okay, cool. That's good. Right. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Also, for people that are getting off an airplane, you know, they can say, "Hey, I'm I'm at the uh, the departure, you know, gate yeah, number yeah. three or whatever." Okay. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Very good. One of our favorite and original platforms that we started this very podcast on. Sadly, RIP this week. Yeah. Yeah. They came out uh, shortly after our podcast last week. And uh, and per- officially declared it dead. That uh, Blab is no longer around, which is kind of sad. It was. I thought it was a pretty. It had a pretty good run there. I thought it was a great platform. Um, yeah. But as they said in the in the summary of closing down, here's what went right and here's what went wrong. You know, they had four million users relatively quickly, um, but then they found that a lot of people were just sort of dropping off and not coming back, um, yeah. and people didn't want to get on video. So. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. Good old blab. It was a great burst out of the blocks and then died a quick death. So RIP blab. We'll see you another time in another format. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully those people, uh, get jobs at good places and, and revive something. And it's a little better. I think they've got, I think they've all got some ideas on what they're doing. Like they're all coming up with a new, new product, which is good. They're going to learn from what they did at blab. And I think that whatever they're going to come up with is going to be pretty red hot so keep an eye yep. on the guys from blab um, i think they're gonna come up with something good yep. and we're finally at one more piece of course we couldn't have a did you know without a bit of pokemon could we <laughs> that's right uh there was something on mashable this week uh that and it's a little I, i'm a little confused by it but the the article is that a, a driver got caught by a police helicopter driving erratically chasing down pokemons <laughs> oh that's gold Chasing. Yeah, so, I thought when I saw the headline, I thought it was someone in a helicopter chasing Pokemons. <laughs> I guess that would that be one. even that would be even cooler. But yeah, you know, really. it is kind of strange that that a helicopter just happened to to catch this guy driving erratically, and he was driving very erratically. Uh, so you know, kind of makes me wonder if maybe this was staged or something. You know, I mean, I mean, when you watch the video, he's he's really kind of driving all over the road, making U-turns, all this kind of stuff. And uh, so, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Pokemon. <clears throat> I hope they didn't see me doing it the other day. That's for sure. Right, right. Not. <laughs> not. All right. Well, I think that is very, very good. Have you got anything coming up this week for you? Uh, you know what? Uh, I just want to mention the six-week um, social media challenge we got coming up. That starts next week. So uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about social media, sixweeksocialmediachallenge.com. Cool.
Cool. I've got a, uh, a new webinar we're doing this week uh, all about content and uh, showing you how to create content. If you want to know how to create content, even if you don't like writing, that's where our webinar comes up. You can check us out at autopilotyourbusiness.com. Look for the webinar tab up the top and you'll uh, get access to that webinar. It's free. Yeah, content, that's, I mean, if you're in business and, and you're wondering why you're not getting a lot of traffic, that's probably one of the reasons. Yep, definitely so. All right, well, um, if people want to catch up with us on the show notes, where can they go for all of the show notes for today's episode? Every week, they can go to redcanoemedia.com slash know, and uh, we will have the show notes up there with all the links to all these different articles. And uh, please, please, if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh Drop us a review and let us know how we're doing. Yes, definitely. All right, well, thanks very much. Thank you, everybody. Enjoyed it. See you next week when we have lots of new news coming your way. Thanks, Andrew. See you later. Thanks for joining us on the DigiNo podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.